Hi, this is Scott Daly with Statera Homes. Just letting you know that our new model home, the Aurora, is open in our new community in Lewis called Maritima. Maritima is located just three and a half miles from the beach. It's one of the best locations that you're going to get for any new construction community. And the Aurora floor plan is like nothing you've ever seen. So please come check us out. We're open 10 to 5 Monday through Saturday. We're closed on Sundays. We would love to see you. If you want to set up an appointment, give Keith or Michelle a call, 302-329-8881. That's 302-329-8881. Or check us out on the web at soterrahomes.com. Thanks. So you want to build a house? Welcome to the podcast by Satara Homes. I'm Scott Daly, and I'm here with my co-host, Jackie Kowaleski. Hello. And today we have a special, special shout out to one of our podcast listeners. Jackie, break it down. Yeah, so we had a message from a person in Trinidad, um, which is pretty unique because they're not in the U.S., um, and we decided to give them a shout out. So shout out to Kiri. Hey, Kiri, thanks for listening. Yeah. Down there in the Caribbean, we're going to be really jealous about your weather. Yeah. Trinidad and Tobago is a wonderful, beautiful country. I was actually there. Yeah. Huh. In 1994. What were you doing in 1994, Jackie? Um, what know, month? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> this was pre-Jackie. <clears throat> we're not dating her, but we just kind of did. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I was there uh, when I was in college, and um, now I'm dating myself. And beautiful country just off uh, the Venezuelan coast in yeah. the southern Caribbean. And Kiri, thank you for your ideas for future podcasts. We'll right. definitely keep that in mind. And we're going to reach out to you and help you put together your dream house, but we are probably not going to be your builder. No. I mean, I'll go down there. I mean, yeah. I, I don't do the building, but... No, they build a little differently in the <laughs> Caribbean, generally speaking. I'd imagine. I guess we are not yet a global company. No. But we have global reach with our podcast. Yeah. So that's amazing. So that's not exactly what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today? We're talking about smart home tech. Smart home tech. Right. So computers are, and technology and the internet and all this stuff is sort of coming together, and it's finally changing home building. And so we're going to unpack just a very, very small part of that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, f and here's, the, here's the framework of the story, right? I do analogies. If you've listened to our podcast, you know I love a good story as a former English teacher turned builder. And so, um, so imagine this. So we are coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic as this is being recorded, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so we are nearing the end of 2020. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Um, hopefully coming, hopefully out of the, come yeah. like, well, definitely coming out of 2020. Yes. And so, you know, everything changed, but when everything was super locked down, um, people found other things to do. And I, uh, rediscovered and sort of discovered for the first time I was going to bake bread, right? Which my wife looks at me like she's crazy, like I'm crazy, which is probably a legitimate Look, I feel like a lot of people wanted to start baking. Right, but here's the difference: is 
I was able to score yeast during the pandemic. Yeah, where'd you find that? My mom. What alley? Straight oh. up, what <laughs> nice. alley, right? I bought black market <laughs> yeast. Was that a thing? It probably was. <clears throat> no, no. She had, she not only had yeast, but she had like, there's, there's, there's like regular yeast and then there's like yeast for the bread machine. Yes. And she had both. I mean, it was like the score of a lifetime. So there I am in full baking mode, carving out my house. My wife doesn't really eat this stuff, uh, which was more for me. Um, but I did not gain a <laughs> significant amount of weight uh, during the COVID thing, and not for lack of effort. I just also managed to get a, have a Peloton at the same time. So it was, it was good balance. You know, it's to tear here. We like balance. So so here's the thing. Here's how bread making and home building are the same thing. Because you're sitting there saying, hey, this is a, blo- a blog. This is a podcast. It's uh-huh. not a blog. Not a blog. Not a blog. It's okay. It's 2020. Dating myself <laughs> again. Um, so uh, here's how they're the kind of the same thing. Is, is you know, at the core, a house, uh, just like bread, a lot of the core ingredients don't really change regardless of the house, of the builder, of the floor plan. Um, and, and what I mean is that they, I, bread is mostly uh, flour, water, yeast, maybe a little bit of an egg, something like, but like, so 97% by volume of the ingredients in any kind of bread is basically the same. And then the devil comes down to the detail. So, you know, the difference between white bread and wheat bread is just the type of flour, right? Maybe. But then... So if you want to go and get into like cinnamon raisin bread, well, yes, yeah, sweet bread, sweet bread, right? So shoe pastry. It's just a little tweaks, kind of at the mm-hmm. end. But the core of bread is is that's. I mean, you take flour, you take water, you take yeast, and here you go. Mm-hmm. And then, well, there is no yeast bread, but I understand what you're saying. Right. Sorry. Here we go, Jackie. <laughs> Jackie's in a mood, so <laughs> just. I understand what up. you're saying. So I the bottom just, line is, yeah. it's the little things. And I think if you listen to this blog, I just said it again. If you listen to this podcast, podcast you'll podcast. understand that those little things make a huge difference because there's a world of difference between sourdough bread and cinnamon raisin bread. Yes. I love them both, mm-hmm. but I th- but they're different. There's preferences. There's preferences. but they're, but the, So a s- small little things make a big difference. And mm-hmm. so... Smart home technology is one of those small little things that can make a huge difference in your house. And not in how it looks, not even necessarily in what it costs, but how it lives, right? So we're really all about how your house lives. So we want to unpack briefly some smart home technology, some of the things that we generally use in the Statera house, um, but also, um, and just some of the you know, this is like the 10,000 foot with a couple of examples because this is an exploding field. I mean, they literally have smart everything. Oh, yeah. Um, and so to a point where I think you have to sort of back up and say, there is um, how I live and there's and there's smart home tech. And sometimes that smart home tech is not necessarily going to be the right thing for me. So... So here's our guide. So let's say, okay, I'm building a house. Mm-hmm. I want all the latest and greatest technology. Sure. Okay. So that means that you can literally have a lot of oh, yeah. wired things with computer processors in them. And I mean, like things that you never dreamed of that have computer processors, right? Yeah. You know, they sell an irrigation system, which we sell all the time, but they actually sell one that's a smart irrigation system that will literally go on the internet and check the weather. And it decides if it's going to rain in the next 24 hours. It either 
waters your yard less or not at all. Oh, wow. Right? It just knows. And it just... Can it keep your plants alive? Not your plants. It can keep... <laughs> Anyone besides Jackie who's <laughs> listening to this podcast, yes. But does anyone know technology? Jackie that can does help not have a green thumb. She has a black thumb. Yeah, that's she, fine. Plants, right. lit, so I don't think I'd go for that long. Plants go to die <laughs> when you're Jackie, and then she sets them outside of her office and just abandons them on the back step of of the Statera office, they, and they thrive I know. in her absence. It's so so. It's if sad. you're listening to this and you're a plant. Don't come near Jackie. That's hurtful. You're going to die. Okay. All right. I wouldn't go for the lawn irrigation system, but I know some people that probably would. Right. So that's a thing. And so then, of course, you know, do you sell that? No, we don't. And that's a whole other issue. Um, but it's fascinating. So there's just one of these. You can have a refrigerator that will take a picture of the inside compartment of the refrigerator so you can figure out what you have and what you don't have. That's crazy. You can have a refrigerator that literally has, like, a screen on it that's bigger than the TV screen mm-hmm. that my grandparents had, and it will show pictures, and it will also track inventory, and you can coordinate it, and it will order it's, your food. Yeah, well, you can play music. You can through your fridge. Yeah, through your fridge. Right. I mean, so you can get an oven that'll uh, look up recipes, and if you say this is the recipe I'm using, it'll just know when how to cook it, uh, the time and the temperature. You can get uh, just all kinds of things. You can get a faucet that knows the temperature uh, that you want for hot water uh, automatically. And so when you touch it with your fingerprint, it will turn your version of hot water. Because right, so hot water is not all hot. It's a what? mixture of hot. Yeah. Can you do that for a shower You head? can set it up. Oh, absolutely. You can do That's that for a shower insane. head. Um, you can get a that. digital readout and you pick your temperature and say, I'm person one, I'm person two. You push the button, it goes to temperature and it beeps when it's ready. Uh, that's easy, but you can, so let's say you have a specific coffee pot and you need a specific amount of water every morning. Mm -hmm. You can get a kitchen faucet that will fill your coffee pot to the required level. Mm -hmm. You can, that same smart kitchen faucet, if it gets left on for more than 30 seconds, will email you and say, Hey, I'm on. Stop. Right. So if you have little kids or something and you don't, you're not, you know, it'll just, and the water's just running. Maybe Uh, it's supposed to run. Maybe it's not. Maybe wow. you want to know, right? I did not know that. So, and so here's the thing. Like, you can literally connect a lot of your house to the internet nowadays, and it will communicate with you. Yeah. And that really is, I would say, mixed blessings. Some people love that. They want to know. Mm-hmm. They want the information. They want all the cameras. They want all the data. They want this stuff. Some people are like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. I think we see a lot. Uh, I guess we see a balance. But I, I think I know more people that are on the latter side. Right. Some people are just like, look, I'll just open the fridge. Yeah. When I need to know if I need milk. <laughs> I don't need it to take a picture or, and text me. Yeah. Or they might not want all of that stuff. They might just want one of those. Right. Think, okay, you know what? This one thing in particular is pretty cool. Right. And so so it begs a question. And the question is can versus should. So okay. you can literally wire your whole house. I mean, smart fans, cameras, smart lights, smart light bulbs. Yeah, you can connect a light bulb to your Wi-Fi, and then you can control it. Um, and that could be fun if you like have guests and you're not there and you want to freak them out. Um, <laughs> maybe, but you know that works both ways because then they're freaking out and they're in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, so that's what you can do. Then the question is, um, what should you do? And so this is a question that I think everyone has a different answer. Because for someone, they're like, automate 
everything. Mm -hmm. You know, like I not only want the shower to know my temperature, I want it to know when I take a shower and I want it to know how long I take a shower. And that's it. And like automate that. I want groceries automatically delivered to my house. Mm -hmm. You know, I want a smart dishwasher. I want smart lights, uh, smart everything. Right. right? And so um, that's cool if you're going to use that stuff. But for some people, it's just sort of, there's a there's a point at which technology just sort of advances beyond um, someone's desire to to implement it, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of a thing. So anyway, so that's really what we're I think is how to think about smart home technology because I think there's a lot of pressure to say, well, I need to do all this stuff in my new house, and I don't want it to be like out of date, right? And, all that. and you're like, well, we did some of the thinking for you, I would say. Right. We, we we include some things in our home, which I'm guessing is what we're going to talk about, right? Right. There we go. There you go. So <coughs> um, we do. And so we look at technology like technology should not make your life more complicated. It should enable a better quality of life. That's the point of technology. And at some point when you are, the technology is driving you nuts and it's beyond what you need, mm -hmm. uh, then that technology is probably not to any benefit to you. And so yeah. that's when you run into the can versus should. Like, take my my stepfather. Okay. Great man. He's 86 years old. He doesn't email. Now, should he email? I mean, should he? Does he Does he need to? Does he need to? He absolutely. He's like, he's gotten through 86 years. He's happy. <laughs> he's content. He's <laughs> never sent an email in his life. And so... That's a point where technology's gone past him, and what does he mean? Like, he doesn't go on the internet, and he doesn't have a smartphone. Now, my mom has all of those things. Uh -huh. Same era. She has a smartphone. She has Facebook. She does all That's that stuff. a part of her life. And so she has managed to integrate the technology, and, and she uses some of that stuff and not other. And so the point is, like, it should enable a better quality of life. And if, so if your technology is driving you nuts, then get rid of it. Because right, it's, it's really about quality, quality of life. So, you know, if a refrigerator that, you know, knows everything about your life is, is something that's going to make your life, uh, your quality of life better, then buy that fridge. But right. if it's not, don't. And don't feel like you have to. Right. So... So when we look at that, we have a pretty low bar in terms of the smart home technology that we include in a Statera home. But we can go further for people that want to go further. And sure. so we've, roughly speaking, just sort of made three different categories of smart home tech. Um, and so we're just going to break down those and how we implement them. Um, and so I would say that there's really three categories. There's the smart home tech that works as an assistant, the card that comes alongside you and tries to make your life easier. There's the smart home technology that gives you information, maybe that you couldn't otherwise get. Um, and, and then there's a smart home technology that helps you save energy or conserve anything. Uh, and so we think that that is a good thing, and that's a great use of smart home technology. So, mm -hmm. so let me break down some examples. Um, so, like the assistant, like, so Jackie, do you have an Alexa? No. No. Do you have a Google Home Assistant? No. No. So I know all my friends have them. All your friends have them, and they have an Alexa, and it's a speaker, right? Yeah. Well, it's interactive. It's interactive. Do you yeah. use Siri on your phone? No, I disabled my right. speaker on my phone. I think I'm just, maybe I'm just paranoid. And you can't see Jackie, but I assure you right now, she does not have tinfoil on her head. No. She's not <laughs> one of those crazy... 
I uh, think anti-technology people. She got vaccinated as a child. Right. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You don't have to disclose that here on the <laughs> podcast, Jackie. That's a HIPAA yeah. violation, yeah. probably. <laughs> I don't even know what HIPAA stands for, but I they say it at the doctor's office, and it sounds important. No, I I think that the Alexa. I mean, my sister has one. She loves it. Both my sisters do. They they love their Alexa or Google Home, and right. it works for them. I just maybe I will someday. Right. I, I'm just not up for it right now. I think she's got a lot on her plate. I I value my privacy. I don't really know the limits right. of what that does, but I know a lot of people that use it, and they're like, and "Hey, they love it. The, right. you know, my phone's probably listening to me anyway." And I'll it is. It, it so is. What? Your your data is everywhere. So everywhere. It, it's probably silly for me to think that, but I just haven't gotten around to making right. decision yet. So that's a huge realm of smart home technology is this assistant stuff. And it's actually not something that we really do very often in our houses for just that reason, because there's privacy concerns, because getting something Alexa's tied to an Amazon account, ultimately tied to a credit card or whatever. And that's not something that as your builder, we really want to get into. Uh, that's also stuff that really is easy to do after the house is done. You right. take the Alexa speaker, you plug it in, and boom, you have, you know, Link Jeff it up, Bezos listening to everything <laughs> you've ever said and selling it back to you. And you love it. I mean, why not? Like, yeah. You know, I, I get those ads on Facebook, and I click on them. That's why they're billionaires. Yeah. So. I get those ads, and I've disabled things. So right. I still don't <laughs> know why I'm getting But no tinfoil, <laughs> I promise. Just, she's not nearly Some, as crazy as she says. Someone's sounds. listening to me somewhere. Somewhere. Right. Um, this just took on a, a turn. Smartphone. Let's go back to assistance. Okay, so, so that's that's a whole round that we're really just not going to dive into. So, yeah. but it's a huge part of the home technology, and so um, some parts of assistance, you know, kind of gets a little gray. Like, do you want a smart fridge? And are we able to get those types of fridges that you can set up? Absolutely. You know, so it's great. We're not tying you to a specific brand. So if you really love some fridge and they have some technology that nobody else has or that oven or something like that. We're Faucets, absolutely whatever. yeah, we're able to integrate that into your house for your use later. And that's sort of that fuzzy area I would say between assistant and our next uh, topic which is sort of inform. Yeah. And here's where we do delve into that cuz we like using Nest thermostats and Nest thermostats can actually deliver you uh, what we call a meaningful level of information about your house whether you're in your house or not. Mm -hmm. They're self-programming. So we like again home technology that enables a higher quality of life. Most people that get a programmable thermostat don't program it because it's too hard. So a Nest thermostat programs itself around your life, but it's also connected through their apps. Right. So you can understand what's going on in your house, right? right. Because if your thermostat is set to 72 and it's 56 degrees, the Nest isn't going to tell you that what's wrong, but it's obviously going to tell you something. Right. Is wrong. Well, what you mean by program itself is that it, it learns your patterns. Right. And then it continues those. That's right. So it kind of figures out when you get up um, and it looks like the old school thermostats that were just big dials. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a kind of an updated version of that. And that's how you adjust the temperature up and down. You just sort of turn it. It's very intuitive. Mm -hmm. There's different types of smart thermostats. Right. We just use Nest. We just use Nest mm -hmm. and because we think it's technology that is easily implemented you, you can put an app on your phone if you want to you can connect it to the internet if you want to and it will work but you can also not and it right. will work just fine right well. it's an easy interface easy to learn right so so that is one of these things that i think gives you a meaningful level of information um without being too intrusive mm -hmm. so 
Um, there are a lot of other things that will give you information. We have people that want to put, say, like um, water alarms in their crawl space. You know, oh, so okay. uh, that's a common thing that people will put in after. So we, you, we're setting up a dehumidifier in your crawl space. Um, and, uh, you know, it's an all concrete environment and it's to tear a house in a crawl space. But some people want to kind of know, hey, what uh, what is going on uh, down there? And that's something you see. Another thing is great about Nest is it's very easily um, there is a Nest branded uh, smart doorbell, which is something people are really interested in because mm-hmm. you can see who's coming to the door, whether you're there or not. So yep. you, um, and then they have cameras, uh, and they also have a uh, smoke detector and carbon monoxide detectors. Right. And all of that can sort of integrate into the same space. Um, and those are things that we do offer that we can very easily put together and sort of right. give you a package where if you want to monitor your house, mm-hmm. a lot of people that are buying down here are second homes or they're retirees and they take extended trips. Right. You want to get online, know what's going on with your house. Somebody comes to the door when you're not there, you're going to get a notification. Your heat's not working or your AC's turned off or you forget to turn it off when you leave and you want to turn the AC up because uh, you're not going to be there for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. That technology we think really helps. Yeah. So it informs, it allows you to make some decisions, and mm-hmm. because of the smart technology, you can take some actions based on those decisions that we think is going to make your life a little bit easier. Right. Um, so that's uh, the second category. The last category is conservation. Conservation, <coughs> which is important. That's another big thing is being able to save energy. Yes. Uh, being able to uh, c- conserve resources and things like that. So a great example of that is what we put in, we use this Haiku Smart Fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is Wi-Fi enabled. It's it's a ceiling fan. Uh, it's a pretty high-tech ceiling fan, and what it will do is it will monitor the temperature in your room. It will interact with your thermostat, mm-hmm. uh, and it will work to keep you comfortable with your thermostat in a way that doesn't turn on your heating and air conditioning system, if that can be avoided. By simply moving a little bit of air around your house, you might be able to remain comfortable. Now, we always say, if you listen to these podcasts, that a, a heating and cooling system is 100% efficient when it's turned off. Right. So if we really want to save you energy, everybody talks about how efficient these things are when we're running. Well, we're mm-hmm. thinking, let's figure out how to make it run less. Right. And the Haiku fans are pretty amazing. We have one at the model. Right. And what is that? It's a two-story cathedral living room. Yes. And when that thing comes on, it actually, it, I'm impressed at how much it can... It can move some air. Yeah, it move, moves air. Right. So yep. and so that is that is just one example of things that are conserving uh, resources. You know, so like I mentioned earlier in the podcast about the irrigation system that will, you know, check the internet and uh, and dial down the irrigation. Um, that's you know, conserving water as a resource yeah. is uh, another great example. Um, <coughs> so and things like you know, a smart oven will turn itself on and turn itself off. That's uh, you know, based upon the recommendations, you, you're not in a situation where you finish baking the cookies and you're so busy getting them out there that you leave your oven on for three hours. I, <laughs> I do that all the time. I have done it's that. It's so bad. Right. Well, the oven now, you know, you can get an oven that's going to just shame you and say, hey, why am I on? Well, I have refrigerators that actually um, just beep when they're let the doors open or right. the, you know, freezer. Right. And I like that. That would be something that I would get again. Right. But my, my oven doesn't talk to me. I don't want me. an email from my oven. 
No, I don't want an email, but beeping's fine. Right. But I don't want to burn my house down either. Right. Yeah, what would you rather? How about you just be more Life accountable? Life is full of difficult choices. Or you just stop baking. <laughs> That's not an option. What? No well, more bread. No. Oh, well, you do that in the bread maker. So, so I've right? done both. Oh, there so you go. So y- you can actually use the bread maker just to make dough. It'll, it'll help your dough rise. Oh. So I, there I, you go. I got into the French bread... Uh, which really requires like an egg wash and, and things that, that you can't very easily do in a bread machine. Have you watched the British Baking Show on Netflix? Uh, yeah, you told me about it. Okay. I haven't gotten through all the seasons. not an amazing show? It just makes me hungry. What? It, okay, I'm, I agree with that. But it's peaceful. It's like, right, it's happy. Because they're so nice. The British people are it's, just, they're nice. You root for them. Right. Okay. We, that's they not like a plug America for... give America lessons in manners. And I say that personally. I'm not... Insulting well, the American audience. cooking shows is like you have seven minutes and you only have mushrooms and right, and then they're like, and you have and to you integrate have to these <laughs> rocks. Yeah, like three minutes later, they're like, "Here's a rock, and you bake with it and make arm, me want to eat it." And right. then it's yeah. all really intense, and there's fire and yeah. British baking shows in a tent, and it's lovely. And yeah, anyway, there you go. I don't know why we started talking about that. So oh, ovens, bread. Ovens, right. So, so listen, that's just a very, very short philosophy on smart and so what we understand is this we understand that building a new house can be an intimidating process and so what we want to do is we want to come alongside you and be able to walk you through that process so we want you to be able to design the house that's going to fit your life but lean on our expertise as you're walking through that process and so this is a part of the process I think that is is can be very intimidating because it's not something we understand because you buy a refrigerator once every 15 years. And so if you haven't bought one, none of this stuff was an option back then. And so you're looking at some of the smart home technology and you're saying, I don't know what I really need. Can somebody give me some guidance? And really the guidance comes from how you live. You know, I don't want an email from my fridge or a text message from my fridge. Sure. Fair enough. That's some some people do. I absolutely want to be able to be out and about and find out if I need more yogurt. Or whatever, and and so you know, that would make that would enable me to have a better quality of life because yeah. that's what a new home is all about is quality of life, and that's what we want to do is we just want to help you build the house, and we want to make that process a lot less intimidating. And so mm-hmm. you have you know about how you want to live, we know about how to build, and we just want to put those two together, understand enough about your life so that we can design a house that works around it. That's really what it's all about. And so that's just a little primer on smart home technology. There's a lot of different resources when you start to look at that stuff on the internet. And if you don't look at stuff on the internet, then you don't have to worry about smart home technology. That's exactly right. right? It's just not a thing. So so this is the So You Want to Build a House podcast. I'm Scott Daly. And I'm Jackie Kowalski. Have a great day. So You Want to Build a House is brought to you by Statera Homes. Statera Homes is a craft home builder in Southern Delaware. This builder finds value in working with you to build a home that is the perfect fit for your lifestyle. 
Statera truly sets themselves apart from other builders in the area. To find out more, visit their website, www.staterahomes.com. That's S-T-A-T-E-R-A-H-O-M-E-S.com. Or call their model home at area code 302-329-8881. That's 302-329-8881. Music from this podcast was by the band Defining Parallel from their recent single, Painted Lives. Thank you for listening to So You Want to Build a House. To stay updated on the most recent episodes, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you found it to begin with, or check out Statera Homes' website, which is again, www.staterahomes.com. Thank you very much.